0: The only thing worse than failure is the fear of it. This is Isaac Morehouse. Welcome to the podcast where we discuss education, entrepreneurship, big ideas, how to put them into practice in the real world, and above all, how to live free. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an episode of Ask Isaac uh something which i'm still experimenting with um on the podcast here i think i'm going to do it at, at least a few more times and uh and see how much i like it see how much uh listeners like it but honestly i'm more interested in how much i like it because i don't think you ever win if you just spend your time constantly trying to figure out what everyone else wants you to produce or create um anyway today i'm going to tackle one question today because it's one that um will take me a few minutes Rather than sort of the rapid fire style, which um, I think I might try again for some others. So today's question is about failure. Is failure a good thing or a bad thing? Let me read the question. This is from this is on uh, posted on Facebook from Andrew Stover. I see you guys dropping a lot of quotes. And when he says you guys, I'm assuming he means um, myself and Praxis, my company, and many of the people who work uh, work with Praxis. I see you guys dropping a lot of quotes about how valuable failure can be. I was wondering how you rectify it with Peter Thiel's views on how damaging an overestimated failure can be. And then he quotes from a Business Insider article, quote, comparisons of whether the US or Europe are better environments to start a business frequently cite how North America is more accommodating of failure, a dangerous idea, according to Thiel. I try to go against many of these bromides that people have in Silicon Valley, and one of the ones that I really dislike is that somehow failure is this great learning experience, or something like that, he says. Every time a company fails, it is not a beautiful working out of the Darwinian free market, and it is not a fantastic educational experience for all involved. Every death is a tragedy, and that is even true of deaths of companies. I don't think we should be setting people up for failure in all sorts of ways, and that is something that should be avoided a lot. So first, to give a little context, if you're not familiar with sort of the startup entrepreneurial, especially tech scene, and a lot of sort of pop business literature, um, you might be wondering what what is he even like? Who would support failure? Well, there's there's um, you know books like Fail Forward or concepts like failing forward, um, not being afraid of failure, uh, fail early and often, um, that kind of thing are sort of narratives that are bubbling up all over. Um, especially again in that startup world. And so Teal is kind of responding to that. Um, I don't want to like go line by line and sort of dissect what he's saying because, you know, this is an interview. He's just sort of riffing off the cuff. There are a few things in there that I might sort of disagree with or disagree with how he's uh, framed it. Um, First, I think it's absolutely necessary to question, uh, as he calls them, bromides that people have in Silicon Valley or, or anywhere else. I mean, Silicon Valley... The sort of, you know, entrepreneur scene that you'll get at any of these conferences about disruption or these different buzzwords, it can get out of hand. It can get, like, frankly, just ridiculous. Um, You know, people can assume that working in a co-working space that has beer and lattes uh, on tap equals being an entrepreneur Um, and using buzzwords and talking about disruption and long tails and, you know, all this kind of silliness, failing forward, I'm just failing my way to success, like... It gets pretty meaningless, like buzzwords in any circle. Uh, so I love that. Um, the working out of the Darwinian free market. Um, I actually, I actually disagree that on a on a social level, when a company fails, um, that is an indication that the resources they were consuming were more were worth more to other people based on their subjective value uh, through the price mechanism than um, what the company did with those resources. So in other words, they paid money for resources, they transformed them in some way, and then they sold them, but they were unable to sell them for more money. So in other words, they were unable to create, to put those resources to a higher valued use than from where they obtained them. So whenever a company like that, that's not profitable fails, as for society as a whole, it is valuable because it frees up resources to go searching for higher valued uses. Um, So it's incredibly valuable. For the people involved, uh, you know this part. You know it's, it's not a fantastic educational experience for all involved. Um, every death is a tragedy, even the death of companies. I, I absolutely agree. We shouldn't be setting people up for failure, uh, etc. I completely, completely agree. So let me let me define in one sentence my take on this. And it's a great question, Andrew. The only th- failure is terrible. The only thing worse than failure is fear of failure. So we should always avoid failure. Who wants to go around like, ah, I just don't really care. Let me do something that I'll fail at. This is going to be awesome, right? No, nobody want, Nobody's motivated by the desire to fail, or you shouldn't be, or so ambivalent that you don't care if you fail. That's ridiculous. There's no way to succeed. It's no way to happiness. Avoiding failure is awesome. But you will fail, depending upon your definition, that the projects you attempt, the problems you try to solve, the solutions you put forward will not always work. And if you're doing your job and and, and experimenting and exploring, you'll fail more than you'll succeed. You see this from childhood on. How many failures does it take a kid trying to ride a bike or walk or talk or whatever else before they succeed? So you will fail. You want to avoid it. That's what drives you. But you don't want to be destroyed by it when it happens. That's the real danger. And that's the mindset that books like failing forward and these concepts of fail early, fail often, don't be scared of failure. That's what they're trying to reinforce at their best. And they can get kind of silly sometimes and make it like, you know, failure is this badge of honor. Yeah, I failed 20 times. I'm a great entrepreneur. I mean, the point is to succeed and to avoid failure. But when and if you fail, it can't be catastrophic. And so being so afraid of failure, it's not failure itself uh, I mean, failure itself is awful, it's terrible, but fear of failure is even worse, right? The only thing worse than failure is the fear of it. So this leaves a sort of paradoxical situation. I, I like to say, um, you know, in, in, with our Praxis participants, I do sort of weekly um, updates, encouragements to them, and, and one of the things, I have these sort of, my three big lessons in life, and two of them are, whatever you do, do it all the way, that's one, and then another one is, whatever you do, be more than what you're doing. And these can seem contradictory, right? So if you are working a sales job um, at a, you know, whatever, at a, at a company, that, at AT&T, you're selling cell phones and cell phone plans. If that's your job for the time being, do it all the way. Become that job, be, Let it, be passionate about the goals and the vision of the company, of the people you work with, of your little, your little realm that you have control over. Like know it inside and out be in a position to where if you ever quit and did something else it would surprise those around you they would say whoa you're like mr at&t salesman i'm really surprised you moved on to something different you want to do it all the way otherwise you're not going to be happy uh, and it's not going to help you find new and other things if you just sort of half-ass it at the same time be more than what you do why because you will fail sometimes. And if your entire identity is only wrapped up in whatever you're pouring yourself into at the moment, and again, you wanna be in it and into it, you gotta be able to laugh at it and be cool with it and know that there's more to life and know that you are more. So if you're working for a company and the company fails, you as a person cannot see yourself as a failure. When the projects you work on fail, you don't have to fail. When a company fails, the people in it don't all fail. They don't all die or become unemployed for the rest of their lives. When a company fails, the people within it, maybe they had a good paying job for the two years that it was around and learned a lot. Maybe they took with them things that allowed them to move on further. Maybe they succeeded even though the company failed. So You can't let your personal identity be so tied to what you're doing that if that thing fails you also view yourself as a failure that's the problem and so this mindset everything is open-ended there is no right choice when it comes to your career your education your life there is it's not a binary set where you either choose the right thing and succeed or choose the wrong thing and fail it's a constantly evolving open-ended process this is this is why the school system is so damaging i think and why it creates this fear of failure everything is linear it's a conveyor belt you level up. You literally like have to get a certain number of correct answers. There's one right and one wrong way, a million of wrong ways, but one right way to do things. And then you level up to the next level. And success is defined in one narrow conception, moving to the next grade, getting the next highest GPA, getting into the next school. And one of the major problems is that fear of failure keeps many people from doing awesome stuff that they would love. I've read and, and, and talked with you know students, for example, who love a particular subject or a job or an activity and they really want to do it, but they're not going to do it because it's hard and it's challenging and they might not get a good grade on it and that will bring down their GPA because they see failure as this, this pass or fail, this binary thing. They're not going to engage in meaningful activities just because they're afraid they might fail. Like If you do it, you have to succeed based on this one definition or you shouldn't do it at all. I mean, I know a lot of creative people who see writing that way. Writing is not pass fail. When you read a book, you don't say, This writer either fails as a writer or succeeds as a writer. It's a continuum. You can be a better or worse writer, but the only way to get better is to write. And I know a lot of people who want to write and who are creative, but they're afraid if they write something and put it out there, it might fail. It might get a failing grade, it might not be good enough how do you get, there is no good enough. You just keep trying to get better. And you only do that when you're not afraid to put it out there. And you're not afraid if you grow and down the road, you're like, yeah, my old writings, I consider those failures compared to my current writings, which I'll probably consider failures in the future, but I'm not so afraid. I don't see it as it's only worth creating when I know that I won't fail. That's the danger. Where in the real world, it's not like that at all. It's not like, hey, if you try this, you will either fail or succeed. And that's it. And success only happens by getting the following sequence of things. It's completely open-ended. You can try a million different things. Some of them won't work out as well as others. Some of them, and, and it's not this binary thing. You can succeed to greater or lesser degree. Many failures, if you're smart and have some economic thinking, could actually be successes depending upon how you define it. So maybe you're running a successful business, but you're making some money, but you could be much happier and making much more money doing something else. So you're your opportunity cost is really high. If you look at it purely as what you're bringing in, you could say that's a success. But what you could otherwise be doing, you could say, you know, you sort of failed to maximize your own happiness. It's not it's not this binary pass fail. And that mindset is what's so dangerous and what I rail against and I think praxis is trying to preach against. Don't be so binary, so linear in your thinking that it's like, well I either pass or fail. And I'm so pressured, I gotta pick the right thing. Because if I ever fail, I'm dead. It's catastrophic. Failure should not be catastrophic. You should want success and not be crushed when you fail. So you can see this in sports, right? Everyone says it and we all know it in our gut. It's really hard to define. And I almost think trying to define it too much it sort of does away with the lesson. You can tell when a team is playing to win versus playing not to lose. If you're playing not to fail, if fear of failure is your primary motivation, and again, you can define that in a lot of different ways, I think you're gonna struggle a lot more. You're gonna have a harder time succeeding probably, but most of all, if you fail, you will have a massively hard time recovering. Whereas if you're playing to win and it's all out there, you're gonna be ticked off when you fail. You're gonna be ticked off when you fail for sure but you were playing to win. You didn't win. Failure's not catastrophic. You're able to pick yourself up more and you're also able to enjoy it more while you're doing it in the process. So to me, again, failure sucks. The only thing worse is fear of failure. So I don't ever advocate like, yay, fail. Failure's awesome. Try to fail as many times as you can. The point is try to succeed at everything you do, but understand that success is defined by you and success comes in a million different ways and it's an ongoing process of experimentation and if and when you fail that doesn't mean you are a failure because it's not this this single definition of success and failure this single ladder that you have to climb and if you miss a rung you fall down and you know you die or whatever fear of failure and the the inability to recover from failure the way that you define it if you're like my business failed therefore I'm a failure it will crush you it will crush you So you can't see that. You can't see the world that way. So um, I guess that's my way of saying I like what Teal's saying here that like it can go too far and like, yay, let's all praise failure. And this is so fun and awesome and become really fluffy. Um, Failure sucks. Fear of failure sucks more. Great question, Andrew. I really had a good time answering it. Um, Got a little rambly here, but this is something I'm really passionate about. And I think there's a lot of good stuff in here to internalize, to dissect. I look forward to future episodes of Ask Isaac. You can email me, isaacmorehouse at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook slash Isaac Morehouse, Twitter at Isaac Morehouse, uh, my personal website, isaacmorehouse.com. I feel like I just keep saying my name over and over again, but Isaac Morehouse, there you go. Uh, look me up, send me questions. I'd love to hear from you.